0: super fan hand escape from Shiraz Lane. You're listening to Growing Up Rod Podcast with the sultry voice. Stephen Michael and Sonny
1: Hollywood
0: Pooney Crank it up!
2: Got a special episode of the grown up rock podcast for the listeners today. This was something we captured while we were on the monsters of Rock Cruise. We saw a new band out of Finland called Shiraz Lane. What do you think of them, Sonny? Do you like them?
3: uh yeah, I mean they're young, energetic, good songs. It really translated live. They got something with them i I just I hope they do really really well
2: they haven't played the states yet this was the first time that they got to perform in front of a basically a a u.s audience on the boat Uh, and so i'd heard a lot of good stuff so i was excited to see them Uh, the band was formed in vanta finland in 2010 by singer hannes kett and drummer anna wilman They were both childhood friends. They added guitarist Janie Lane, not that Janie Lane, and Maiko, and I can't even pronounce his last name. I'll butcher it. Calce, along with bassist Joel Alex to round out the band. Uh, They recently released an EP called Vibration, Volume 1. Hannah says that they got a Volume 2 coming, Before that, they released Carnival Days and For Crying Out Loud. And then their very first thing they released was an EP called Be the Slave or Be the Change. On the surface, this band just looks like a great-looking 80s hard rock band. But when you start digging into their lyrics, I think they say in several things, and as you will hear in this interview, they're a band with a message. They have a little bit more to say. I said, you know, to him in the interview, hey, on paper and the way it looks, it's kind of just like an 80s cock rock band, but they are so much more than that. I think this interview was really good. It came about, I ran into the drummer, Anna, at the pool. I talked to him, said I enjoyed their set, and he said, "Uh, hey, you're here, we're here, why don't we do an interview? And uh, I said, really? And he said, yeah. When and where uh, <laughs> I gave him the room number. I told him when uh, we talked to him a couple more times throughout the cruise. And sure enough, Hanna shows up at the room and uh, sits down with me and Sonny for about an hour. And we shared a bottle of no less Shiraz Merlot <laughs> <laughs> uh, between uh, the two of us. And so it was just a good, open, honest uh, interview. Uh, right, Sonny?
3: Yeah, I think uh, to get you into the right headspace for listening to this interview, it is very possible we're talking to the next Jim Morrison. Like that's <laughs> that's kind of the feeling I got sitting there listening to him. A uh, young guy, probably not as spaced out as Jim Morrison, but getting yeah. there, that's for sure. But, uh, you know, all positive, no hate towards anybody and uh, just a really cool dude. So I think you're going to really enjoy the interview.
2: Yeah, I really, really like Hannes. He's a really good guy, and uh, just he has a lot to say, and so he shares that with us. He shares uh, stuff about Finland, where they grew up, and he shares stuff about the music business and his outlook on how they write and what their music means to them and it's very positive stuff and uh I just I dug his whole vibe and the way he approached things and uh I hope they're around and I hope they do really well. And so hopefully this uh interview and uh this episode on the Grown Up Rock podcast will help expose them to more people in the US and other places. Check out this interview with Hans Kett from Shiraz Lane. Catch you later. See ya.
0: Hey, this is Hannes K from Shiraz Lane. You're hanging with the Growing Up Rock Podcast with Stephen Michael and Sonny
1: Hollywood
0: Pony. Get your popcorn ready and crank it up because we're going to do this right now.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
3: So, you're sitting in front of us. You're so young. You look so young. Like, I can't guess if you're 18.
0: I can't guess if you're 28. I have no idea. Well, my friend, I'm 26. Okay. So, it was close. (laughs) So, that was close. It's somewhere in between. You know, rock and roll makes you young, so. (laughs) Yeah. And Shiraz Lane's been around about nine years, ten years? Uh, Well, 2020. So, yeah. Well, let's see nine years because uh, we played our first show in Finland in 2011. But we've been best friends with my uh, with, uh, my and our drummer, Anna whaleman, And since we were 70 years old. So, you know, we've been around. It was his idea to start the band because I told him that, yo, I sang. I was like, mm, yeah, now we're going to have a rock band. <laughs> I was like, yeah? Yeah. And here we are, cruising the Caribbean. Yes.
2: <laughs> yeah. So I spoke to Anna and uh, I offered him a drink. And then I asked him promptly, whether that was going to get me in trouble because, yeah, you look young. The rest of the band looks young, but Anna looks like he's about 12. Yeah, and I know. It's <laughs> I don't know whether that's Nordic genes or what. And then the other thing that was a big concern for <laughs> me is that you guys were out in the sunlight, and I thought maybe if you were in the sunlight for more than 15 or 20 minutes, you might
0: burst into flames. Well, we're kind of vampires because we're from the Finland. <laughs> 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 well, uh, to be honest, I think Anna is... Uh, well, he's a bastard from Mick Jagger because uh, if you look at Mick Jagger's older photos, he looks like Anna Wilman. So, yeah. And that's, we've been seizing him about that. Yeah. But, uh, I, I think I ask, I have to ask his mom, <laughs> like, what did you do in your younger days? Yeah. <laughs> so let's start
2: where we start with a lot of bands yeah. that we're new to on grown up rock, which is for you and especially living over in Finland and being from that area, what kind of musical influence did basically came into your life that said hey i want to i want to start a rock band or i want to be a singer or was there a song a band an
0: artist was there something for you that was like holy shit i'm gonna do this i didn't really uh ever think that i wanted to be a rock star or do music or anything it uh it just sounded, sort of happened uh ever since i was a kid i was wondered in school why everyone around me singing sounded like shit but i didn't know what that's called Singing in pitch. <laughs> <laughs> so I just thought, uh, like, okay, cool. And uh, But it was like, uh, well, 2020 now. So it's, I'd say, 10 and a half years ago since I started singing. When I uh, got a mic in front of me for the first time, and my friend told me, well, asked me, can you sing? I said, I don't know. <laughs> Let's find out, shall we? And actually, we did 18 uh, Life in D tuning. So, and still, my voice was like this Ricky was a young boy. <laughs> so I was like, oi this feels right. This is something I've been looking for my whole life because I, uh, well, friends around me, everyone had plans. Everyone had something they wanted to do. They wanted to grow up and do this and that. Uh, well, first of all, I never want to grow up. Second of all, I didn't know what I wanted to do. All I knew was that uh, I didn't feel connected with the society around me. I didn't feel connected to, well, the world around me and uh, through music, that's what I've found. And, uh, well, if you ask for my musical influences, it's like uh, Michael Jackson is my number one, for sure. There's, uh, well, Sebastian Bach from Skid Row. I think you've heard of him. (laughs) He was just purely amazing. Yeah, he was just so cool. And uh, I remember when I heard Asian Life for the first time, it was before I knew English. But I knew that that's like, uh, I'm 26 now. So let's see, that was, uh, I was five, okay? And I was driving down the street when my, my father and uh, I just heard this song, and then years later, when I heard it for the second time, it hit me like just like memories, like what? And then it all made sense. And then uh, I found Skitty Roach with that. And of course, as a music fan, I dug deep and listened to all the demos, everything that they did, all the live videos, all of that. And uh, I really love that. But also, Steve Lee from Got Heart. I don't know if you know Got yes. Heart. Oh, yeah. Rest is Soul. An amazing singer, probably my favorite singer. And he's, he's new to me. I just found him like uh, a couple of months ago. Just, uh, he's a combination of all the different kinds of uh, styles that I like. He's got soul. He's got blues. He sings about love and peace. It's, uh, <laughs> so, so dad was a rocker. He was into rock music. Dad was, uh, well, dad is. He liked all different sort of music. And I've been still, I still don't know. Like what he, he's done in his childhood. I just know because Finland at that time, we had punkers, punk rockers, and then we had uh, some glamsters. And then we had something that I still don't know because he hadn't told me. <laughs> but I don't know which part he was in. But uh, he liked like uh, Deep Purple, Genesis, lots of these bands. And... Uh, I still get to ask him, like, "Do I'm going to on tour now. What should I listen to? And he's like, all right, son, let's see. Then he gives him some music. And then I listen to that for the, like, month. And I'm like,
1: yeah, dad, yeah.
0: And it's, the fact that I get that support from my, my parents is just amazing. Because uh, I wouldn't be here without them. Now, singing, trying it, finding your voice. Yeah. Okay, that's one thing. Mm-hmm. Writing music,
3: recording music, mm-hmm. writing lyrics, coming up with creative ideas. Yeah from a kid that grew up in Finland? Like, where's all that coming from?
0: Who's doing all this writing? Uh, Songwriting-wise, uh, we all do. But uh, it starts with me, Miki, and Yani. So, rhythm, lead, lead guitar player, and lead singer. And uh, But where how we work on our songs, we jam around. So, someone has an idea, then we just sit on it, and we just start jamming. Like, let's see where it goes. And it takes a long time. And there are a few occasions that is faster, like our new... Uh, New song from our new EP, Do You. That's a song we wrote with Yanni because I had this idea. I wanted to, to write a song that was like, it gets your hip moving. And is a bit like, mm, girl, you know what you want to do with me. Because <laughs> I wanted to do that because I'm all about peace, love and harmony. And I'm always preaching about peace. So I wanted to do something that I haven't done before. I, I didn't want to go the, you know, mostly crew style. Because I'm not really into that. I wanted to do something else and to, to make it like like me. So that, it, that song came in like with the idea. We demoed it and then the guys came back and they was like, Yeah, let's let's try this. How do you like about this? <laughs> is Shiraz Lane where you live?
1: Yeah, no. It, it sounds
0: like a street name. It is a street, actually. If you Google that, you'll see where, but I'm not going to sell you. <laughs> <laughs> but songwriting wise, uh, yeah, that's how we do it. And, uh, you know, we all work on our instruments because, you know, if I'm talking about as a singer, if I'm talking about singing, vocal technique it's uh you got lots of tool you have a toolbox and you can pick a tool that you want to use in whichever situation but what it all comes down to is expression it's about soul. it's about being real so that's something that you can't fake lots of people fake it and you can hear it but uh, i try not to because i just can't
2: (laughs) all right so one one of the things i wanted to ask you because i read somewhere in there on the surface, if I didn't know not one thing, hadn't heard one thing, and I just went and saw Shiraz Lane live, I'd be like, okay, kick-ass, melodic, cock-rock band, basically. You guys look <laughs> great. I mean, you put on a good show. That's what it is. But then I read something, and there are a few things you said live from the stage and several things you just said that echoed what I heard on the stage, where there's a message in the music listen to the lyrics now i'll be honest with you i'm not a lyric guy i hear a riff first me personally right i love a riff i love a fat riff guitar riff and i want to be able to hear the vocals understand the vocals and harmonies and stuff that's just my bang zone but i don't initially listen to lyrics first and foremost unless there's some sort of catchy hook that i have to sing so tell me what is the message in Shiraz Lane's music that I need to know about?
0: Peace, love, and harmony. Uh, Because we're all one. And uh, I think the world is the way it is. Because we got wrong people in charge of deciding what's happening in the world. And uh, people don't understand that the power is in the people. It starts with us. It starts with whatever we want to do. Do we just want to be sheep following the herd? Or do we want to do something else? This is what I truly believe in. And I'm just 26, but, you know, this is just my vessel right now that I'm kicking ass in. I believe I'm... I feel that I'm so much older than I am. And uh, I just think that this world could be... It is a beautiful place. It truly is. But it could be so much better if we just understood to not be distracted with all the fast food entertainment, with all the fast food music, with, like... Who's telling you what to listen to? Who's telling you what to do? Read this book and get you this test. Does that mean that it's correct? No, it does not. Because winners are always the ones that write the history. Because it's like his story. You know, that's what I truly believe in. <laughs> it's all about peace, love, and harmony, man. Yeah. And something I noticed is that, uh, and I don't know if it's all the guys
2: in the band, but yourself and Anna both have the peace tattoo peace on tattoo your-
0: we're meant to be on it yeah
2: is that all the guys or just no, you and Anna no
0: it's just me and Anna because we're uh, we took this actually our first gig with Joel was in Toronto Canada and uh, the last night that we had there the rest of the guys went to party but we wanted to to make it special with Anna we've been discussing this because I truly believe that everything's meant to be uh, it's just a matter of how you look at every situation you can make a bad situation good if you just smile and go like, all right, let's see, bring it on. And that's so we both take the, have this same tattoo to remind us daily that everything's meant to be because uh, I've needed it uh, the way I am right now. The reason why I sing the way I sing, the reason why I write the lyrics that I write it's because I've seen a lot of shit that no one has to see. But here I am smiling and just appreciating. And every day that I wake up, I'm really grateful that I get to wake up. Instead of being like, oh fuck, I gotta go to work, fuck, I gotta do this, I gotta do that. Instead of being just like, I get to do this. Whatever you're doing, you get to do that. And it's up to you. It's your choice that you do it. If you don't like it, change it up. And I know that sounds weird. And some of you listener there, listeners there right now can be like, yeah, who are you to tell me? I'm not telling you shit. I'm just telling you how it is. You can fight me or you can do, as I say. It's up to you to decide, is it good or bad?
3: <laughs> me personally. I don't know anything about Finland. Yeah. Right. So, what
0: you want to know? Uh, tell me about Finland. What's going on there
3: right now? Like, what's it, it's farmland? Is it industry? <laughs> there sounds like there's a music scene happening. Where did this rock music scene come from? I don't even know how big Finland
0: is. <laughs> I, think, I think that sounds like that's, good, that's a good start. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's start with the basics. Uh, we got a president, and uh, it's a democracy. So they say, and
2: uh, <laughs> you too. <laughs> Welcome to the political portion of the Grown Up Rock Podcast. Uh,
0: hey, well, well, if you want me to be here, you know that's what you gotta get. <laughs> oh, we love it. Be honest. I'm be t- open. I'm always honest. <laughs> so, yesterday mm, uh, we were we had this Q and A session, and uh, we said that Finland is like 6.5 million people. Our manager told me it's not, uh, so it's some somewhere uh, close to 5.5 million. We, I think we're cl- uh, called the the land of a thousand lakes or something, is because we got lots of lakes, uh, lots of beautiful nature.
2: So to put this in perspective,
0: real yeah. quick,
2: Atlanta is bigger than Finland. Yes. If Finland only has 5.5 million, yeah. Just FYI.
0: Yeah, it's it's like I can't really say if it's a big country or not, but uh, 5.5 million and. uh People mostly live in the southern part. And then uh, we got uh, Russia near to us. Then we got Sweden. And as a country uh, and as a people, okay, I'm a Swedish speaking Finn, which means Swedish is my mother tongue. So I got like my blood comes from Sweden and then it's combined with Finnish blood. And here I am, a blonde rocker. Does
2: that mean one of your parents is Finnish, one of your parents is Swedish? No, one of
0: my grandparents or grand-grandparents. Okay. Fun fact, actually, my my (laughs) parents did this uh, DNA thingy and uh, I've got royal blood in me from one of the kings, but one of the king's lovers. But, you know, I'm a lover, not a fighter. So that's that's right for me. (laughs) Uh, The music scene in in Finland, it's all about metal. Uh, And we got some bands that are known abroad. We got Nightwish. We got Children of Bodom. Right now, our friends, Lost Society, if you don't know them, go check them out. Amaral and so much more. Beast in Black, Battle Beast, so much more. There's a lot of great bands, but it's mainly just just metal. Um, with the rock music scene, there's no uh, such thing actually. There's just a couple of bands keeping it alive, and that's why we rather play abroad. And for me personally, I'd rather play abroad because I hate doing speeches in Finnish. Is uh, and if I do it in English, they're like, "Are you ignorant? Why don't you speak Finnish?" And I'm like, "Fuck you! Why don't you learn English?" (laughs) What the fuck, man?
2: (laughs) So when you're, if you play a show in Finland, you're singing your lyrics in American, right, or in in English, right? Yeah, in English. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but you your stage banter is in Finnish. No, no.
0: it's, It's I I uh I can't really decide which language I use. I just go with the flow. So, depending on which side of the country we are in, uh-huh. uh, I have to switch it up so that they can understand it. Right. It's not like like people in in Finland, they do understand English, more or less. But uh, it's, if I do a long speech about peace, love, and harmony, and, you know, guys, you got to wake up to the world around you. Don't be blind. They're just going to be like, beers, which is fine. But then if I do that in Finnish, they're going to be like, what? But then if I do go like... You guys have a good time? Go get some beer. Yeah! this like Finland for you. <laughs> <laughs> and I've been telling the guys, like, uh, for the future interviews and stuff, I'm, uh, if it's in Finnish, someone else can do it, because I can't be bothered. Because uh, I can't express myself in Finnish, because it's like my third language. So I can express myself in Finnish the way I want to. I, I'd rather do it in English or Swedish, with... Uh, of course it's Finland, so it's like, What? You're the lead singer, you're supposed to do that. And I know I'm, like, no, I'm just, yeah, yeah, but you can do it instead. You can be the lead singer for one second. Now you said playing abroad,
3: some of the folks yeah. that we've talked about that are Swedish bands, yeah. et cetera, they're having a hard time getting out of Europe. Period. It's hard. It is hard. And sounds like you guys maybe are having a little bit of easier time because you even said Toronto. Is that Frontiers helping you? Is that your
0: management well, company? Well, actually, well, actually we're not, not part of Frontiers anymore. Uh, well, now you know. <laughs>
2: that brings one of my questions, right? So I was going to ask this question. Originally, you guys put out a couple of things on like a really small independent thing. Then you get signed by Frontiers. And correct me if I'm wrong, you get signed by Frontiers. Was Carnival Days on Frontiers? Yes. Yeah. So that was the one record, the last record before the EP. But then you guys make a conscious effort, and from what I understand, it was your decision yes. to move back to this small independent label because there was a producer that you guys wanted to work with. Is that
0: correct? What? Well, yeah. That, that's one part of the truth. Do you want the whole truth? Yes. Well, of course. I, I, I'm just speaking of the truth, <laughs> and I don't really give a shit when anyone thinks. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, we did two albums with Frontiers, and uh, like you said, uh we're like cock rock. We got we're blessed with mediocre good looks. <laughs> we got long hair, which means people tend to look at us as like an eighties band. Like, dude, I'm born ninety three. I'm not a goddamn eighties band. <laughs> hey, it's, uh, and for me personally, I just want to be in a label that gives a shit, and uh you know, I'd like to be in a you know with a label that you know answers your questions. Or gives you any kind of feedback, like as you ask for it, and instead of being like a year and a half later, as you're starting to record something else, I'm not saying that that happened, but I'm not saying that that did not happen. <laughs> so right now we're in better hands. We, we're uh, the guy that we're the label that we're on right now. It's a small Finnish label, but that's the dude that found Nightwish and Children of Bodom back in the days. That's a dude that understands the modern music business because it's all about streaming nowadays. And unfortunately, in every country, the the streaming business is still just, you know, it's happening. But it's, they're like still going like, what is this all about? Where's, where are all the record sales and all that? But um, yeah, we're in good hands right now. Uh, we, did, we weren't happy with the way that we were treated. And uh, it's just all about living, learning, and loving. That's my motto, so that's what we did. And I'm so happy that we did, because we're not gonna make the same mistakes again. And uh, now we're writing the second EP. First EP was Vibration Part One, and we're writing the songs for the second one. Uh, we, were, we had some plans to uh, record during the summer, but uh, right now I think uh, we're still gonna keep on writing and uh, still see that what we're gonna do, because uh, I'm really happy the way our first EP turned out but uh if you think about the sound if you think about the song kind of songs that we're writing on now we're bringing out the trippy lane which is uh it's not going to be as easy listening it's still going to have great melodies it's still going to have like riffs well it's actually going to have more fat riffs and uh, it's just going to be a bit different and that's something that we want to do sound wise as well because we're all about creating something that we want to listen to and as an artist you evolve if you're an artist and you just stay in the same place because it sells then I think you should stop (laughs) so that's not something that we're gonna ever do
3: You know, uh, Stephen and I talk about it a lot. In the U.S., there's music. I mean, in every garage, everybody's making music. So there's so much of it. It is beyond ridiculous. It's hard to find yeah. good stuff, blah, blah, blah
0: what's up with mumble rap this like yeah. this, what the fuck dude <laughs> so in
3: my opinion some of the music in us has gotten a little bit lazy yeah we were very very looking forward to seeing shiraz lane live uh, thank see you so Heat much. live see oh, yes. some of these european bands there is so much competition i'm getting goosebumps talking mm, about this cuz every the true time music digger right there yeah every time we hear a european band play they kill it and yeah. I'm assuming the competition is so nuts there that you don't have a choice that you have to be just as good as everybody else. Is the competition incredible there? Um, well,
0: competition is a word that I don't like.
3: <laughs> but
2: uh,
0: I think he just uh,
2: told you he, peace, love, and harmony, motherfucker. What the hell?
0: <laughs> no, but I mean, uh, if you're if you're a band, for us to get to be here, we're super grateful. But it's years of hard work. And there's a, there are a lot of bands that don't work as hard and don't play lots of gigs and don't do the stuff that they need to do because they, they're just, they just want to do it for the glory. And it's like, I'm not doing this for the glory. I'm just doing this because this is therapeutic for me. This is something I really need to do. I'd be doing this here on the Monsters of Rock Cruise 2020. What up? Or <laughs> <laughs> then I'd be doing it in some pub but I'm just so grateful that I get to do this. Of course, the competition is hard. It's everywhere because there's millions of, millions of bands everywhere. But uh, I think it's just, you know, you have to be different. You have to be unique somehow, which is not the case in, uh, you know, in the mainstream music business right now because it's all about business. Uh, this is something that I've been selling like in many interviews and that's uh, what I think. There's always going to be some uh, some kind of music style that's like big for some reason. There's always going to be some bands that are big for some reason. And then the big money, there's going to be like, hey, you should sound like this. So then suddenly you have 500 bands that sound like sound the same, but they're not as good as the original. But they're just trying to copy it because they have to, because someone's creating their brand. Someone is uh, telling them what to do and what not to do. And those bands that are not listening to that are the ones that are legendary. If you think about the grunge scene that you guys had, I never got to see that, but uh, if you think about that, th- there were some some great bands from that era, but then lots of bands that I've heard that tried to copy that shit. Same with the 80s vibe as well, same with the 70s. Okay, that's the different, because at that time people were a bit more enlightened and used their minds because of some substances that are illegal right now for some reason, because maybe they help you think some more. <laughs> I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not saying it's true, I'm not saying it's false, but you know... <laughs> Uh, that's that's the way I think it is uh, right now you got in, in uh, uh, Billie Eilish right that's a huge pop star and uh, she's got green hair so let's see how many girls will have green hair in 2020 just saying <laughs> yeah I mean it's it's an influencer
2: I mean that goes back in time right how many girls did Madonna influence and for sure any other band I think you're always I think you're always gonna have influences to me there's nothing it, wrong with that there's no nothing there's nothing it. wrong with it there to me it's just a, a lot of it is marketing right yeah so we you, you mentioned grunge earlier grunge and sonny and i have both talked about this in the past grunge really it was just rock and roll it, it was just had a little different flavor to an, it was and just, it, had it, a market. it was a,
0: it was like a, a counter reaction to the happy-go-lucky 80s thing because it was getting shit there are so many bad 80s bands like just you can't listen to it's like what the fuck how, what how did you record this like why there's no duality to it at all it's, it's just not like it's like fake like all right let's write another party song just because they wait let's try to get to the radio stations
2: but do you yeah? agree yeah that's 100 percent correct but do you agree that music is completely opinionated it so is one man, sh- one man shit is it's another, man's another man's treasure, man's treasure. that's right? how it is of course so it's like we can all hear a band and i think i can speak for all of us we've seen some bands on this cruise that maybe were like yeah not so much but <laughs> somebody out there was it's like loving. holy shit that it's was the best it. show i'd it's ever lo- seen
0: for sure you know so but that's what like music is all about and, you know it's the universal language it's up to you to, to, as a listener to to like it or to not like it i'm not saying that like, I just said that some bands were shit. I'm not going to take that back. <laughs> but uh, as you have no idea what, like, Norwegian death metal sounds like. You have no idea. But I don't understand it, but I don't say it's shit. But still, I just said it, said blah, blah, blah. Well, anyways. <laughs> it's just a matter of taste, man. Um, but I think uh, with some bands, why I say it's shit, it's because you see that it's just a product that some dude that does not understand music told them to be like this, wear your hair like this, wear these clothes, say these things, because they get the chicks going wild. It's like, mm, is that real? I don't know.
3: <laughs> Feels like we got like a young Jim Morrison reincarnated. From 1963 in front of us. Well, You know who Jim Morrison is. I know that was I before know, your time. I do know, actually.
0: <laughs> <laughs> our, our last tour, we got to, to go to his grave, actually. Oh, wow. And uh, I'm I'm just about to turn 27 this year. And I'm actually going, for my birthday, I'm going to Paris because the love of my life is there. She's French, so I hope that I'm not going to, you know. Now, it's, let's see what's going to happen. Now, is
2: French a language you speak? You speak
0: it is Finnish, not but I
2: Swedish, think, and American. Uh, yeah, yeah.
0: That's but, English. It's, it's not American.
2: But yeah, yeah, that's well, why.
0: for you, it's American. It's a matter <laughs> of <the> taste, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I don't. No, I don't, I don't yet. But uh, for me, it sounds like the language you love because uh, that's what she speaks. So,
3: <laughs> You know, a lot of the folks that are listening right now haven't heard your music. Mm-hmm. What kind of music is it? Like uh, label it.
1: Uh, we always say melodic. <laughs> oh,
3: we uh, we always say melodic metal. Yeah, honestly, uh, because it to me melodic metal is is something that's catchy. It catches your catches your ear. You can hum it later. It's got a great riff. It's got lyrics you can remember. It doesn't have Cookie Monster vocals. You know, we actually.
1: Um, <laughs>
0: right now I'm, I'm just gonna spill the beans we might get some growling on the next EP <laughs> well, yeah, a little yeah. bit a little bit a little different but when it's you know if you do it like uh, Amaranth does
3: right then yeah, that's yeah. that's cool right but, but because there's a mix a great mix. Swedish band though yeah it's a yeah, great mix yeah, yeah. yeah. but well, you
0: know there's some that you know it's that way all the time I don't <laughs> you to yes.
1: limit that shit
2: or I'm <laughs> yeah. <am I>
0: gonna <laughs> dude I'm gonna show you the way it's done cause that was uh, there are some songs that got some growling in them that are like hard rock that I'm like what the fuck are you trying to do? Why are you trying to impress someone or what? So I just wanted to, you know, make it my own. And I, the guys they had no idea that I'm going to do that. So I was, I was just, they just you know we have this C part with a heavy riff. It's like, I'm going to do some going there. And it's like, no, you're not. You got to have this and that. I'm just... <laughs> Bitch, please. I'm going to show you.
3: So then <laughs> he said, bitch, please. <laughs> Tone, that was for you, buddy.
1: <laughs> we have a friend that says it all the time.
0: We got
3: a Finnish guy in front of us that said, bitch, please. Wow.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but that, that, that was what you I, I told <laughs> But that's what I told him. That's what I told him. And then uh, I did that. And our producer and the guys were like, this was, like, was like silent. Like, who's that? I was that like, yeah, it's something I've been cooking. <laughs> you like it? <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> but most of your music is? It is, uh, I call it hard rock, but um, that's like super easy. It's like hard rock. Uh, it's just um, we combine all different kind of genres because the melodies are very catchy in some songs. In some songs, not that much because that's the way we wrote it. But um, uh, hard rock. <laughs> Let's just go easy because you could go like people tend to tell us the world, like hair metal, glam sleaze, 80s, blah, 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 metal. I don't give a shit. Call us whatever you want. We're just music. And if you like us, you like us. If you don't, please tell your friend that you hate us so that they can like us. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, so, okay, that's, that's all fair enough. So, and people that are listening to this interview, they're going to hear what you guys sound like. So take a minute. Yeah. Think about it and, if you had to give me one song to play for Sonny here, who's never heard it as an example. By
3: what- the way, I've heard it. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's, it's an example. Uh, you're, yeah, you right, an example, man. Yeah, right? Right.
2: <laughs> it's an example, right? So uh, give me one song to play for him that you feel like represents the band as a whole.
0: Reincarnation. We go it's a combination of different kind of themes different kind of vibes uh we go from one genre to the other but it all sounds like us it's got a great riff it's got lots of great just all of it it's a song that i'm really proud of and uh i know if you heard the q a but in the q a someone asked us about reincarnation and uh it's just a song that we we were jamming as we do and we came up with it a long time ago And uh, it just came out from somewhere. Someone came up with something, and then we just started working on it as just, you know, just for the love of it, because it's music that's, you don't have to think about anything. You just go with the flow and do it. And then we were thinking about doing it for the first album for crying out loud, but uh, we weren't ready. So we did not do that. And then we thought like, maybe we should do that for the second album. And uh, I'm really happy that we did because it represents the way, well, for me personally, it represents my soul at the time, which is really cool with music in general, is because uh, as I get to record and sing, mm, I can listen to myself years younger, and uh, because I, well, duh, I can listen to myself being (laughs) being older. But it's just so cool to get to relive those vibes every gig, whichever song we do. It's so cool, and uh, for all the vocalists out there, what I do if, uh, if I'm gonna play a song that's like old, I have to listen to myself to see which way I uh, sing the vowels and the, the vocal color that I use. And then I have to find it again because I do lots of stuff and it's not easy and it's um, weird most of the time. And that's why I can do lots of stuff. And I have to listen to that. How did I, how the fuck did I do that? Then I listen to that, then I, then I do it, and then I'm like, oh, yeah, now I remember. Same goes with all these tunes. I'm I'm really looking forward to, like, in 15 years, as I'm going to play that song, I'm going to, like, what did uh, young Master Hunters think at that point? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, so, I'm a, star, a Star Wars fan, so. <laughs> oh, okay. So,
3: nine years of working hard. Yeah. They're on the uh, Monsters Rock Cruise, which is great. This business has really changed over the last 20, 25 years. So, well, like, are you painting on you, the you side? Me, or are you, you painting me. houses
0: on the side? No. Or is this, this I the actually main did. Gig? I actually did at one point. <laughs> it, it was the best summer job ever. You know, because you got to, we had this old house that we got to to paint. Yeah. And make it beautiful again. It was so cool. <laughs> and then the city take it down. Oh, it's like, Jesus. Why, why the fuck?
3: So, the business is working out okay to where
0: you guys can have this as your full-time gig. No. You can go record. You can go tour. No, man. It's, uh, it's the music business. <laughs> yeah. If we were thinking about, if you wanted to make money, we wouldn't be doing this. But, you know, if you're going to be a musician in the music business just to make the money, then do something else. <laughs> but I've never been, you know, I think I'm wealthy beyond measures because I, I feel love. I feel the love of my friends. I feel the love of my fans. That's not a number on my bank account. It's, it doesn't matter as long as I, uh, have to I get to pay the bills that I have to pay, and I get to to do my share in the world. That's what matters to me. But uh, you know, we're working hard every day, so at some point, it's going to be in that that level that we can be poor, but be poor through music, <laughs> 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 and that's going to be fine by me. I don't give a shit. So <laughs> it's music, man.
2: I think the overall uh, idea is if you can support yourself through music then that's a win-win but it curr- is. but currently i i think to ask sonny's question is what what do you do to support yourself because you can't make money full time so yeah. is there is there do you have like yeah
0: we a, have jobs jobs okay yeah, we have different kind of jobs yeah uh we have jobs that that uh let us do what we do yeah yeah so flexible. it's like yeah flexible is like we're not like scientists or anything like that we just we we do jobs, yeah well well we're you know given that are given to us, yeah the only hard part about that is uh because we rehearse a lot, which is why we're really tight, that's what we we're always done. we rehearse a lot and uh you know work in a job and then uh you get half an hour off and then you go to band rehearsals for three hours, and then you should already be sleeping because you have to wake up early, but then you're still all pumped up because of you've just been writing songs and play getting ready for the cruise, as we did. And then you just you know that you should be sleeping, but you're not. And then you get to sleep for, what, three hours. Then you go work your job that you really don't give a shit about, but you know you have to do it because that's how it is. But then you do it, and then you appreciate it, and you're grateful, even though you don't understand it at that point, Right now then, but then you wake up five days in a row on the Monsters of Rock cruise, smiling because you're here, playing your music to people that want to hear it. And you get to take pictures, sign stuff because you get to meet your new friends. That's what matters. That's what it's all about. Because true music, I truly believe we can make a change. So I saw you guys play live the first show. Yeah. And then we go to
3: the Heat show. Well, you saw
0: us. Uh, Did you see? Did you see my forehead? (laughs) It was a small (laughs) stage man. (laughs) I saw it.
3: Thank you, brother. So then we go to see Heat and Mm. your bass player. I go, wait a second, isn't that the Mm. same guy that we just saw? Maybe.
1: Yeah. So was
3: (laughs) did he used to be in Heat or was that a plan
0: thing? That was a plan thing.
1: Oh,
3: okay.
0: Okay. It was a plan thing because uh, Jimmy, the bass player from Heat, he just had his first kid, and so we knew that he could not be on the cruise. So uh, then the guys from Heat asked. Yeah, Joel, if he could ask us if he could play with them, and I was like, "Fuck yeah!" Because Heat is one of my favorite bands, as his hardcore superstar. And now I've, I'm I'm just about to see Heat play, and I just saw two sets from Hardcore Superstar yesterday and one and now one, and it's just so cool. So and uh, for me, the fact that I get to see one of my guys on stage is so amazing. Then I get to see one of my guys on stage with one of my favorite bands, even better. <laughs>
2: Have you seen any bands or w- when you guys heard you were doing the Monsters of Rock Cruise, Yeah, you, I'm sure you saw the lineup or the lineup that was announced. Were you like the rest of us and went down the list and go, oh, got to see those fuckers, yes. got to see those? What What were some
0: of the bands for you? Uh, for me, it started with Steelheart. Uh-huh. Because Mike, and actually I got to meet him. We just finished our show. And then in the evening, I had a possibility to... to Perhaps get some gin tonics in me, <laughs> 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 and it was just so cool. because I, I, He was just walking in the casino. I'm like, you, uh, uh, I was talking with a fan. Like, is everything okay? I'm like,
1: it's my uh, my m- m- Mike. Like, can, can I please take a picture? Because
0: <laughs> uh, he's been a great inspiration for me. Because uh, there's lots of singers that can't sing like him, and uh well, no one. Yeah, and the fact that I get to see him live is amazing. The fact that I get to see them play one of my favorite songs ever, We All Die Young, as their encore. It was just purely amazing. And I know well what I've understood from his social media is that he's a really cool dude and all the things that he's gone through, fighting for his life and, and shit, it's like really cool. And now I got to see them. Then I've seen Extreme twice, well one and a half because we had to do the Q and A. So I saw five songs from Extreme before I had to do the Q and A. But now I just saw their whole set. Amazing. Uh, I got to see Tesla. See, see, these are bands that we, I'd never see. These are American. and from Europe. They, they don't come there. I don't blame them. <laughs> 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 but, they don't come there. Like, for Finland, Finland is a country, like, like, people usually just skip it. Especially now, because they've been closing lots of venues in, in Helsinki. Uh, we only have, like, the Ice Theater. Then we have the, like, Arena. And then we have, like, the one legendary, Tavastia. One legendary club. But, like, that's it, because they this just this year they closed three or four venues because of uh, hotels and shit. And it's like, yeah, thanks for the support for the culture, man. In Sweden, they don't they would never do that because they understand music industry, the music industry, and and uh, the bands are like a product that they can sell, and from that they can get some tourists to come there. But feeling is like, no, let's have the Guggenheim here. Like, no one gives a shit about that. Why why don't you do? Why don't you have a coffee house instead? And make weed uh you know <laughs> <laughs> not saying anything but you know might help <laughs> i just i just realized for us
2: the cruise is we come on the cruise and we're like yeah we love tesla winger steelheart we love seen,
0: uh, uh, what, you know winger we as well. Have, Winger's well i saw them as well uh,
2: but we have the opportunity to, to see them in the Many states times. because they
0: tour the states yeah.
2: we come on the cruise to see guys like you and eclipse and heat mm. and all these bands and so for you the cruise is top heavy with
0: all these bands that you don't get to see. Yeah. I'd be like going, holy shit. Yeah, but that's, that's how it is because you get to see those bands. We don't get to see those bands, but then you don't get to see us. So then you come to see us and uh, I know for everyone listening right there here, um, we we I've realized that we're kind of like talk of the town here on this cruise, which is really cool because people come to us all the time. They loved our shows and I'll be just telling everyone, if you want us back, if you want us every, anywhere, tell the organizers of whichever venue of the Monsters Rock Cruise, tell them that you want us back, and they will come back. Because it's not up to us. If it was up to us, I'll be touring nonstop 365 days a year. I That's what we do. That's what we want to do. So just tell the organizers, and we'll be back. Because you have to tell them. Otherwise, they're gonna like, okay, though I did understand the organizers do like us because we're playing on the radio all the time which is nice because now I get to sing harmonies with myself yay <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> so since we're talking about that at some point somebody called you yeah last April May and said yeah. hey we're going on the Monsters of Rock cruise and yeah. you said oh that's a bullshit mm. that's not how who the hell called
0: mm. yeah. who was that hang hey, <laughs> up on them yeah right <laughs> Yeah, actually uh we we got this uh our manager told us that like she was really excited. We're like, What's up? Are you having another baby? What's <laughs> up? Like, no, not yet. And then she put uh Will Smith's Miami on, like, What's going on? Going to Miami like, what's going on?
1: Monsters of Rock twenty twenty It's like, What?
0: No, you're shitting me. Like, yes. Yes, yes, yes. And then like, here we are. It's like so crazy. I'm just so grateful. I feel blessed that I get to do what I do. (laughs) So cool. (sighs) So what's next for you guys? Oh, lots of things. Uh, Let's start. Um, uh, We're going, we're flying home uh, tomorrow. (laughs) 11 and a half hours. Shit. (laughs) We're doing that first. Uh, But Then I think we got uh, a couple of days off. And then uh, we're going to Europe. We have our first headline show tour in Europe. We're bringing some of our friends, Blockbuster and uh, Temple Balls. If you don't know them, go check them out.
1: Temple Balls uh, are cool. Temple Balls are really cool. Yeah. And
0: actually, the singer used to play bass with us for a couple of months before Joel joined.
1: Fun fact <laughs> <laughs> Is
0: he a bass player or singer with
2: the guy in Temple Balls?
0: No, he's a, he's just a singer. Okay. No, but not yeah. just a singer. What the blasphemy? God damn. of <laughs> shame on you. <laughs> no way. Uh, but I, I, I actually remember I told him that uh, you should be singing and not playing bass because singing is what you do. And you should do that because. If I was just stuck just playing the bass that I'm not saying that bass is bad because uh with the band, it's all about drums and bass. those are the two most sexy instruments, okay bass is bass and saxophone, uh now we're talking, yeah, that's sexy right there, but uh i so I told him that go do your thing," and then we find Joel and everything turned out and now we're taking them with us to Europe. And Blockbuster as well. It's another really great rock band. They're actually with Frontiers right now. I'm wishing them the best. I think they're going to do big things. They just came out with their debut album, which is really awesome. So we're going to do that for 11 dates. uh, And it's going to be 11 days in a row, which is awesome. Because as a singer, I'm really looking forward to that because I love a good challenge. And I I just want to show myself that I can do it. So I'm really going to be nerding out on vocals. <laughs> See, this fucker
2: is totally full of crap now because he just said he <laughs> loved a total challenge. See, so now, now we got his ass in a lie, Mr. Peace, Love and Harmony. He does, it, like it, the, he does like a good dog oh, fight. Said, yeah. Bring, yeah, yeah. Bring, it.
1: Yeah. bring it.
3: So we were talking, I think, before we started recording, you took a vocal lesson from Nuda from yeah, uh, Battle Beast. Yeah, 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 from Battle Anybody I did, I, else?
0: I had one vocal lesson yet yeah, with her i i I've been trying different vocal teachers as it's well as it started out I'm just being uh as I understood that that uh singing might be my thing as I realized that it's the only thing that I could be good at I suck at math <laughs> i so i just uh I went online there's a lot of lots of music you know vocal teachers a bit some good some bad but lots of good things that you can you know learn from them and so I just did that hundreds of hours like a lot just like mom telling me that shut the fuck up don't give me some peace and quiet please like
1: mom <laughs> i can't <laughs>
0: that's what i did and that's why uh because uh because i i'm self-taught is why uh i found so many things about vocals and my voice in general that i, I did the self that usually vocal teachers would tell you not to do because you're a baritone, you're a bass you're not this, you're not that. Like, who the fuck are you to tell me what I am? I'm going to do exactly what I want. So what? I, that's exactly what I did. And, well, now I'm here. I'm still looking for a vocal teacher. I, uh, I have some, some vocal teachers that I'm interested in that I'd like to try. But uh, Because I, I need to find someone that understands the voice that I do. Understands my voice quality. And understands my th- way of thinking about what the voice is. And uh, I'm actually... <laughs> I'm uh, gonna give some vocal lessons as well because uh people have been asking me. So if anyone there listening right now wants me to give a vocal lesson, I'm gonna do it. And I'm gonna be cheap right now because I'm just I if I'm teaching, that's when I learn, you know. That's uh because that's just how it is. So did that <laughs> answer your question? I don't think it did. <laughs> See, I always ramble on This is why I told you guys holy, I like to have discussions
2: Holy shit, I can't wait I'm going to be the next Sebastian Bach After
0: yeah. an hour Yeah, with let's Honest. do it And hey, my lesson I, There are many things that I can teach But that what I'm going to do is make you w- Make lots of weird noises Starting with this This is what I call the funny voice Right here <laughs> Yay!
2: Jesus, and there's no helium balloons involved in that. You don't that.
0: need no helium.
2: There's no tricks. That's crazy. That was kind of interesting. Let me ask you this you're you're walking around with uh, artists and yep. you guys share some of the same thing. Maybe talk to Steve Whiteman. I know he does
0: vocals. I know. He gave Lizzie, Lizzie Hale vocalists. Mm, I know. That's what I've heard. Yeah. So
3: I've always wanted to ask uh, a young artist that's coming up still, right? You got your whole career in front of you. You're doing stuff, you're putting stuff on tape, doing stuff live. Are you worried about how am I going to do that thirty years from no. now? Because I think there's some fifty, sixty year olds on the ship right
0: now. Like, so why the hell did I do that hey, in 1990? <laughs> I used to, I, I, uh, fun fact, a bit. I'll give you a little story. Danger, danger, you know, danger, danger. Ted Poli, Ted Poley, yes. Uh, I uh, as a as I was just finding rock music, I I got into that it's like, duh because I love their songs, and now I uh this, t- on this cruise I got to meet him again. I've met him once in Hull on this uh, rock festival, Sleaze Rock, something I should remember, but I don't because I'm stupid. But <laughs> our festival that we did, and uh, I met him, and uh, he told me that, well, first of all, we took a picture because he does look like i'm his son <laughs> i
1: wasn't gonna say i wasn't
2: gonna say that but i told my wife i'm like that dude
0: looks like ted I, Williams. I he's 19. i know I said, yeah
3: but we didn't want to talk about his mother that way Is that's it? not very nice
0: <laughs> hey, that's all fine it's, it's all about loving you know <laughs> <laughs> hey, was, I, but I, then i got to meet him now again and uh we were as we were playing studio b uh, i saw him in the front row and then uh, after the show i saw him walking down and it was like, I was just supposed to be there for one song. Then I ended up saying half the set, but then I had to go. He's like, what's the first song? Then dan, 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 It's like, dude, that side yeah. And then he told me that he has to bring us to America. So, okay, Ted, he's not probably going to listen to this. But, you know, anyways, if you're listening to this, <laughs> I remember what you said, man. <laughs> it's just so awesome. And then I got to, to see him play. And... Uh, this whole cruise has just been so amazing to so get to see all these musicians, all this talent on one ship and all this just for the love of music. Ah! And I
3: know you hate the word competition, but I will tell you.
0: No, I'll take that back because uh,
3: <laughs> I don't like to lose. That's right. I will tell you and I will leave the name of the band out of it to protect the band. Mm. But I saw a band this week where they had more energy on stage than I've ever seen them have. And they said on purpose they had to wait to play till yesterday. So they had two or three days of music, and they were scared shitless that they were getting their ass kicked if they did their normal show. So they had to step it up. And it was an American band, right? Because like I said, American bands get a little lazy. It was or wasn't? Was. And it was the best show I've seen them do because there's a lot of competition on this book. Whether they're in competition Mm -hmm. with each other, I don't think that matters. I think everybody can listen to all the bands that that are here that part's not the issue but the ones you're going to remember
0: that's completely different you should always bring your a game whatever you do no matter how small the stage is no no matter where you're playing because uh if there's going to be like two guys in the crowd or two thousand or more it doesn't matter because you're you're there because uh, those two guys or gals or both paid for their ticket so they deserve the best show of their lives and i do understand that what you're saying because uh if you get too comfortable it's it's a it will uh hurt you but you might not understand that which is why i'm really happy and lucky that we got to do the things that we've done our first european tour was seven weeks and uh we had uh seven guys in a van so, do you ima- can you imagine how that smelled? Uh, yeah, I've done it before. My man, see there we go. <laughs> Give me some love. Do <laughs> you have to work hard? Because, uh, you know, if you just if you're born and uh, you never have to work a day in your life, then you turn up like some people do, and then you're a douchebag. But you know, if you just understand what it's all about, understand that you have to work hard, and then you will always do that, and then you will always stay humble. Because you always remember where you come from.
2: I just like the fact that
0: douchebag is universal, no matter whether you're from Finland or, <laughs> or
3: America. We got I'm some- actually happy that Bitch Please is
1: universal. Oh, bitch,
0: please. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but I think we need to snip his Bitch Please and just play that over and over. <laughs>
2: That's going to be a, a constant <laughs> soundbite in the show, is Hannes from Every Shiraz Fish, B- B-
1: B- please.
2: I, I love it. He's actually serious about that, and I'm going to probably second that because that's going to be pretty funny. Mommy, mommy. <laughs> we, we insert all kinds of little bits and pieces in our show, and uh, so that cool, one's going to probably become a, a period piece for sure. You talked about uh, albums being uh, sort of, historical pieces in your life right yeah. from when you recorded it
0: podcasts are really no different from I love, us yeah i love podcasts
2: our podcasts don't go away it's so. the first
0: podcast that i'm actually a part of so thank oh, you very much I'm, I'm humbled to be a part of this thank you very much thank you for doing this we don't want to suck up your entire day we got more
2: bands to see all well, of what us what do you want to see
3: i am not missing heat at 7 30. no me
0: neither eric either. no eric man <laughs> <Eric, laughs> well, He's crazy. He's uh, he's one of my favorites. Period. Uh, he's a little crazy. He is. He is. <laughs> but he's so humble. He's like a true rock star should be.
2: Well, you know, and that's one of the things that made me kind of laugh when you were talking earlier about uh, the influence Skid Row and Sebastian Bach and everything. I was thinking, what is it with Skid Row in the Nordic region? Because if you go back in time and you look at his uh, Eric's time on Swedish Idol, where he auditioned with 18 in life, you know, you can see a really, really young Eric auditioning with 18 in life. So that kind of... It made me laugh a little bit, right? Yeah. Because you're talking about
0: the influence that but Skid Row he, had. You can't deny the fact that he used to be a great singer. Uh, he he can still sing. Sebastian. Yeah, Sebastian. Yeah, yeah. He, can, he can still sing. Uh, but uh, as a young singer, you should, uh, well, history in general, you should look at what has happened, all the mistakes that we, we've we made as a, as a human race. And we should learn from that. But clearly, we're not doing that. And as a singer, I have to look at some legends and understand and see the mistakes that they've made, they've made, because my, my voice is all I've got. Sure, I can play some other instruments, but if I can't sing, then there, I have no reason to live. Yeah. So, right. uh, you know, that's, he's done some mistakes, unfortunately, and maybe he's not going to play with us now, but I don't give a shit if he's not with Skid Row. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so. I've I've heard his voice and I've analyzed his voice for hours and hours and hours and seeing the things that he does not remember because he was too high on this and that. And uh I'd rather take care of my voice, take care of my my because you know, your body's your temple and if, if it works fine then your voice can just be better and better and better. Because I wanna be like the greatest singers and just grow on getting better. Steven Tyler, man, okay, his Grammy wasn't
1: <laughs> it's a, it's a, mm, you saw that, huh? yeah. It's
0: a bit, mm. but it's, you know, I, I I don't know what happened there, but I think the the whole original crew should be playing. But you know, it is what it is. But still, I want to be like that. I, I want to just get better and better and better, so that I don't have to be like the the question that you asked me before. Yeah, worry about it. Because yeah. Ted Pollen telling me like, I wish I didn't sing that high as I was kids, like. Well, I wish I'm gonna sing even higher so I can challenge myself more. Okay, I'm not gonna sing higher because I sing, I can sing very high, and it can it can be super annoying, and I don't want to do that because the first album. Well, it's also a matter of production. Yeah, but, uh, I can still do those things and do them so much better now. But I just I wish there were some songs that was uh, had the same production as Carnival Days had because dude, behind the eight ball with with uh. All right. oh, so many songs uh, whatever man <laughs> see this is me thinking back going like god d- d- wish i could do this and that <laughs> but that's why we write new songs so we can do it better
3: so we want to thank you for all the time today no, thank but you we're so gonna very end much it with one more question yeah so in the morning after all the partying's done you had a great show you want to get away from everybody maybe go for a walk go work out what's Yo- ringing yoga? in your head what do you what, what are you playing What album's What's coming out At nine in the morning Or
0: do you get up At like noon Whenever you get up (sighs) What's got Like what just Calms you down And go ah Man, you want me calm down to make for me to wake up? Do you want both? Let's do both.
3: What,
2: what turns you? What turns you on? You know, I, I can only
0: listen
3: to. You. I don't want to know that. I'm talking about music. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> well,
2: there uh, their Hollywood takes it somewhere. Uh, <laughs> we're in a bedroom. <laughs> God damn it! Yeah, see,
0: the bed is big, and he's looking at me funny. <laughs> hey <Here. I>, groove. <laughs> I, I I love me some groove. I oh, love yeah. me some soul. I love I love to listen to music that you know. The, well, I hear the pain, Well, I hear the the, the craving, when I hear the real stuff, no faking it, I, I love that stuff. But then for, you know, if I want to chill out, because then I listen to, well, this is a boring answer, but I listen to some like Zen playlists with, uh, what's it called? Oh, binaural beats. Because there are many funny things that you can do to your mind with, with listening to different kind of frequencies. So I do that as well but just like groove in general I love funk I I, well you know Michael Jackson so for me it's like you know the best of both worlds uh, and I try to bring that to our music as well well I think it's really great that I get to play with my best friend in a band and he's the drummer because uh, the drummer and the singer should be like connected the way that we are which is actually what makes it so special for us it's just so I know what he's gonna do I know which kind of ghost know he's going to do wherever he's going to do it because I feel in my hip because I'm already dancing. So, a- <laughs> Of course, he's friends with the drummer. It's only the guitar player that think the
3: singer's an asshole, isn't yeah. it? Uh, yeah. Ah, <laughs> yeah. The drummers are never complaining that the uh, lead singer has LSD. It's the guitar player always bitching uh, about say,
0: that. W- what is it that Steven Tyler said? LSD is what everyone else has because they want to be a lead singer. <laughs> 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 uh, that's a classic. Uh, yeah, well, you know, if you think I'm an asshole, come talk to me and I'll hug you. <laughs> He's not kidding about that.
2: All right, Hannes, pick a song to play us out. At the end of each episode, we should do what we call a uh, shuffle, rattle, and roll, which is basically shaking our cell phones and whatever song comes out comes out. But we're going to let you pick a song to play us out. So pick one to play us out. What do you want to hear? Do you.
0: There we go. Get your hip moving in the morning.
1: Get ready to shuffle, rattle, and roll. Play us out, boys. Oh. Oh.